This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm sure you've heard about nitric oxide. It's that uh, miracle molecule which is so ubiquitous in our bodies and responsible for so many of the functions of our bodies. Uh, Today we're going to just say no to pain. No stands chemically (laughs) for nitric oxide. Uh, We're also going to talk about uh, athletic uh, recovery, which is a subject near and dear to my heart because I attempt to push the boundaries of age uh, to maintain my athletic performance, and I'm always looking for that uh, performance edge. Uh, Our guest today is Dr. Tom Waldorf. Uh, He is a graduate of Palmer College of Chiropractic, and he specializes uh, in dealing with pain issues, as do many chiropractors, but he's got kind of a unique uh, and innovative approach to pain, uh, which... uh, involves utilizing the benefits of nitric oxide. And uh, we'll, we'll talk all aspects of nitric oxide uh, in this podcast today. So uh, welcome, Dr. Waldorf. It's a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you very much. So give us a little bit about your, your background. How did you uh, get into this, this type of work? Mm-hmm. We know that chiropractors are trained to address uh, pain uh, syndromes. Uh, and uh, I'm sure you're, you're schooled in manipulative techniques, uh, but you've added some other modalities uh, to that to help your patients. Well, yeah, I'm, my background is pretty eclectic. <laughs> um, I got uh, out of Palmer, graduated in 1990, and immediately from there, I was asked to participate in research projects in an integrated practice. We had orthopedists, we had uh, occupational therapists, physical therapists, occupational physicians, and myself and one other chiropractor, we got to get involved in that um, and to create this research project on low back pain. So immediately out of school, I got involved in other forms of treatment. And that was always, for me, a interest is, you know, what is new? What can I do to provide better outcomes for my patient um, and, you know, reduce the pain and suffering that we deal with every day and not have people, you know, stay in their pain and live with it constantly. So that's been my driving force for the last 30 plus years. 
<laughs> and um, my first patient that came to me was about 20 years ago and complaining of feet pain and numbness and burning and all these different sensations and started looking at peripheral neuropathy back then and didn't have a lot of these modalities we have today or real understanding of it. So I was using ozone on his feet to try to improve blood flow and oxygenation. And it worked a little bit, but it wasn't a great success. So um, I constantly continued to look at other forms of treatment. And then um, I got involved in um, other forms of healthcare, um, a healthcare uh, insurance program for chiropractic in California and got involved in that, got involved in workers' comp. Um, so I was in and out and always looking for what can we provide to no matter where the person's injured, how they have pain, what can we provide to them to get them out of that as soon as possible. So I started my fifth practice here in Reno, Nevada, and was starting from scratch because I had done so many other things. I said, you know, I want to get back into this again and take everything that I've been learning over the years and bring it back into my practice and create an integrated clinic where we have the chiropractors, we have nurse practitioners, we have massage therapists and energy workers and uh, mental health providers, and we're creating this model here in Reno that we're all pretty excited about. So being able to look at the whole person. and But as you and I both know, people first come in because they're in pain. Um, we can eventually get to their dysfunction and why they have pain and all these other things, but if you don't address the pain, uh, they're going to leave. <laughs> they're not going right. to stay long enough. You, you got to produce results. I mean, there's a you can you can say to patients, uh, yeah, it's going to be a process. It's going to take a while, but uh, after a while, the initial enthusiasm wanes, and uh, they're off to the races. Yeah, you got to have results, and you know, chiropractic, and and I've always looked at that as my number one tool is getting people moving. Get the joints free, get them moving again, get the blood flow going, get the nervous system working, and get them active. That's why our clinic is called Active Life. I want to get people moving. And so in the midst of all this, I started getting back into peripheral neuropathy and started understanding nitric oxide. And the biggest need for that for um, vasodilation and constrictions of the arteries. And the more I got into that, the more I learned that it was more than just, you know, for the neuropathy, it was for the brain. It was for blood pressure, energy, the gut, sexual function, which we're a big advocate here in the practice with hormone balancing. And, of course, the peripheral neuropathy. And, you know, everybody's like, well, why do I just need to take that? And I said, because our body stops producing it. We're just not digesting enough of the nitrites to get enough nitric oxide in our system. So we have to maintain that. And if we don't maintain nitric oxide and allow for our blood flow to occur, vasodilation and constriction, then everything we out, everything else we take isn't going to get to out the body. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the circulatory system. You don't have a good gut system. You're not getting the other nutrients that you need to take, CoQ10, your, your protein, amino acids, all these things. We'll just not get to the areas that are that need those nutrients. It's so actually, I always look it's actually often thought, uh, Doctor Walford, that uh, Waldorf, that uh, 
pain syndromes, you know, especially where there's like muscle spasm, low back pain or peripheral neuropathy, there's, there's kind of a, a reflex circuit where uh, when pain occurs, uh, circulation is hampered. Uh, and then you get a sort of vicious cycle of, of poor circulation, poor energy production, uh, not enough nutrient delivery. Uh, and it's the goal of the practitioner. I think it, it's one of the fundamentals of chiropractic is to restore uh, nerve uh, innervation and also uh, blood circulation to a, a troubled area. Am, am I cor uh, summarizing correctly? 100%. Um, and I, I really do believe pain is irritation to the nerve which usually do inflammation. <laughs> so, you know, we, we are always dealing with inflammation in our body, some of it good, some of it bad. And understanding that concept as a provider is extremely important. You know, when do we use cold? When do we use heat? When do we use a support versus activity? All of that is in conjunction with managing inflammation. You know, and, and the crazy thing is now, um, we have these tools like, like the deep tissue laser that accelerates nitric oxide utilization and increases blood flow and increases mitochondria activity and creating ATP. It does all of that with the deep tissue laser. And that's just been around for about 10 years. And now we've got a, pressure waves. Tell us a little bit about the deep tissue laser, because I think a lot of people, uh, you know, having seen uh, Goldfinger with uh, James Bond, uh, <laughs> think of laser as, you know, something very, very disruptive, you know, like that, you know, that laser kind of arcs its way across the uh, uh, the table and uh, heads towards his uh, nether regions. You know, you think uh, this is the end of James Bond. I mean, right. you know, what? how, how can laser uh, deal with pain and not inflict pain? Well, you know, they started studying lasers on animals about 50, 60 years ago when they first understood that they could focus light uh, into a beam of energy. And so there was a period of time where they're like, well, what happens if we shoot this into an animal? Not saying I approve of that, but that's how they started trying to figure out what to do with laser uh, when it came to the human, to flesh. And they learned, of course, the kind of laser you're talking about, lasers that we see that burn into steel and the glass. And that's a totally different um, power and co concentration of light, where what we're using as a, as a Category 4 deep tissue laser, it's very broad. Um, you still have to move it because you can get burned from it. Um, but it, and it only penetrates about three to four inches where the other ones are a lot higher intensity, um, where these aren't. And to get a little scientific, you're basically shooting photons, uh, into the tissue and our bodies receive that and, um, it excites the area. It increases all the activity, human growth hormone, stem cell generation, of course, the nitric oxide activity. And all the electrolytes and, and salts, all of that start getting excited because now there's more energy brought into that area and it can heal faster. And the way I explain it to patients, it's like a tree. A tree with its leaves absorb those lights, those different light frequencies into the leaf and creates energy and nutrients for the trees and our plants to grow. It's similar for what we do with the laser, except our skin is so thick, we can't absorb the same type of energy. Our melatonin blocks it, 
and our dermis blocks that from happening. But when they created these these deep, t- deep tissue laser um, machines, were able to actually penetrate into the skin. And they started using this again, like I said, on animals decades ago. You can find a bunch of videos uh, on horses, on YouTube especially of animals. Where, where it really counts. Horses, you know, yeah. like you definitely want to win that race with that, uh, you know, multi-million mm-hmm. dollar thoroughbred, right? Exactly. And that's, you'll see that all over the place. And of course, they started doing it on humans and I get phenomenal results with all my athletes, with boxers, runners. I've had long distance runners and college runners that were incapacitated three or four lasers later and they're back hmm. out running again. So it's pretty amazing how well it works. So you mentioned another modality, which is the, the radio pressure mm-hmm. wave. Is that? Similar in yeah. terms of penetrating yeah. uh, deep into the tissue and activating things. Well, it's it's interesting. Um, I didn't start using that until about a month ago, um, and it's only been in the United States for I believe about five years. It was developed in in Europe, um, and the FDA didn't want it to come in because it was called shockwave originally. <laughs> so yeah. they changed the name to radio pressure wave so people wouldn't freak out. But it, it's a little different than the laser, and that's why I like having both. Um, the laser works on the mechanisms that already are functional. So you've got blood flow. You've got your structure and scar tissue is at a minimum. The laser will work. Well, what the depressure wave does, or um, pressure wave, not depressure wave, radio pressure wave, it actually creates chronic um, injuries and makes them acute, hmm. which is an interesting concept. We're recreating an inflammatory process right. because if you've got an area that's been injured for six months or longer, mm-hmm. you've got all that scar tissue, you have poor blood flow, mm-hmm. all the tissues been mentioned one way or the other, and it's not functioning. Well, the pressure wave goes in there and breaks it all up and recreates the whole inflammatory right. process all over again. And allows the body to start healing the tissue from scratch. You know, it sounds so we, it sounds so you know sort of paradoxical, uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but but you know that's actually how exercise works. Uh, exercise, I mean, yep. exer- weight, uh, weight training, for example. I mean, you create injury right. and inflammation, and then you get muscular hypertrophy. And so, and if you Correct. block that inflammation, say with uh, Advil, you know, like you take you, you're an athlete who, who you know works out while taking Advil, you're going to abrogate that inflammatory response, which is necessary to build uh, muscle and strength. That's right. So there are reasons to have inflammation, and that's that's one of them. And so when you're able to recreate the inflammation and then start that mobility again, you know, start getting people moving and exercising while we use the laser. Um, we've had patients in here that have been here for six months and between adjusting and electrical stem and the laser and massage, deep tissue massage, we did three deep, pre- three pressure waves and it's gone. The problems are gone. And I, I'm pretty amazed by it. So, you know, I think as, as a provider, as a practitioner, we have to be constantly looking at ways to improve, improve our patient's outcome. And that's, that's a big goal of ours is to be able to do that. And where does the nitric oxide fit in? Is it, do you, do you ask that your patients supplement with nitric oxide while they're undergoing these uh, physical treatments? You know, every single patient that walks in our door, we say, how's your nitric oxide levels? 
<laughs> and they go, what do you mean? And so we all, every staff member in our clinic is trained. Well, let's test your nitric oxide levels. So we, we use Berkeley Life and they have a test strip. And so that test strip, um, you put it in your mouth for about 10 to 20 seconds and fold it together and you can actually see the level of your nitric oxide. And right there where it will say, uh, you don't have any nitric oxide in your system. Here are two tablets. I want you to test it in a couple hours. Call us back, send us a picture, show us where your levels are at and say, yes, you need to metabolize this particular nitric oxide in order to get your levels high. And so we've got patients all over the area coming to our clinic just to buy the nitric oxide. So every single patient doesn't matter who they are. Um, and we've seen 13, 14 year olds be totally without nitric oxide, which they shouldn't be. And I've had an 83 year old that had perfect nitric oxide levels. The distinction diet over the years and the, the 83 year old wasn't sitting in front of a phone all day long. So interesting concepts there about us oxidizing ourselves with all the electronics, reducing the amount of nitric oxide in their system. And then the, the, Results of that, high blood pressure, odd pulse rates, um, you know, strange vasodilation and constriction in the fingers where they're talking about POTS and all these different things that never existed before. And I haven't done a double-blinded control clinical trial, but I would venture to say a lot of it has to do with the lack of nitric oxide in their system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it even has to do with seems to have to something to do with the immune response. Is they're actually looking at uh, uh, nitric oxide chemistry in uh, infectious diseases, and even in COVID. So uh, you know, they're hundred percent. We were all on that, and I think that's why our clinic state did not get affected greatly by COVID because uh-huh. we're all on nitric oxide. My dad, seventy-seven, and I send him two boxes of nitric oxide every week, every month, and he didn't get it. And, and everybody around him did. And I think it's because he was on nitric oxide. And it's also a benefit to the gut, the gut health with the nitric oxide, which, again, is, you know, our second brain and where a lot of our immune is controlled, immune systems controlled. So, yeah, I mean, it's I try to educate patients that we get depleted of nutrients and we have to supplement them. We don't get depleted of ibuprofen, Advil hydrocodone, you know, a, a pro, or, um, antibiotics, we don't have to supplement those. <laughs> those are not made for us to take on a regular basis. And, and eventually, I think it gets through to them that those are just temporary reliefs or uh, emergency uh, necessary um, um, applications to get us through a particular event, but it's not how to maintain our bodies in a healthy manner. So is there any value in combining nitric oxide with other supplements uh, to uh, improve uh, the effectiveness of the nitric oxide? Are there cofactors that we need to be thinking about when, you know? No, I I really don't think we're going to change or improve the nitric oxide usage. I think once we get the proper nutrients in our system, uh, the nitric oxide automatically goes up. Um, We test it all the time. But for other nutrients to be utilized correctly, I think we first have to have the nitric oxide levels high. So, you know, I know we know we need CoQ10. We need the magnesiums. Um, you know, I take that. I take DHEA. I, 
I take all the supplements, but my first supplement in the morning is my nitric oxide. <laughs> and then I follow up. And with I all just the received other ones. my shipment of uh, a dozen boxes of uh, the nitric oxide because uh, I'm continuously using it. Uh, you know, for mm-hmm. overall wellness, I don't have any serious medical problems or serious pain syndromes other than, you know, uh, DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness from working out. Uh, but I really believe that it enhances my uh, athletic performance. I, I've you know read a lot oh, about yeah. that. Uh, you, well, if, if you think about it, you're you're vasodilating the arteries and allowing for better blood flow into the muscle fiber. So it just goes to say that that is definitely going to improve uh, your muscle performance, your exercise, your cardiovascular capacity, a hundred percent. Are there studies that uh, validate that? Uh, I think there's some there are beetroot studies, uh, and that used to be a thing. I remember a f- years ago, before we had this handy supplement, you know, that Berkeley Life makes, uh, I used to slug down uh, <laughs> a bunch of beet juice. I kind of had to hold my nose and grit my teeth a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, it kind of turned around in my stomach a little bit before I before I went out on an athletic uh, uh endeavor but and it's not that great because you don't want to take a big slug of some unpalatable liquid and have that slosh around your stomach if you're going for a a 5k run yeah right no i think i think the uh technology has extremely improved because there's two different mechanisms that we create uh, nitric oxide and um there's some amino acids you can take but if the mechanism isn't working which I've had other products that utilize that amino acid and my levels didn't go anywhere. You, you think it's like arginine and, and citrulline products? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I started getting the, the, ta- the uh, testers and it's like my levels are still low and pink. And I'm like, well, these aren't working. Start taking the Berkeley Life and they go a different direction um, to, the, um, to your mouth and then to the D- GI tract utilizing your gastric juices to to break down the nutrients in there to create the nitric oxide and my levels shoot up within a couple hours and it's an interesting uh, comment that you if you're trying to utilize nitric oxide don't use mouthwash yes that's please explain that yeah yeah well you'll destroy the bacteria that helps break down the the nitrites oh so (laughs) you're 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 getting rid of your natural flora it's like, you know, anti-acids and, and antibiotics destroys your natural flora. It's there for a reason, <laughs> you know. So um, you got to really watch things that you're adding to your body don't get destroyed by other things that you're doing to your body. That's, that's always, a, I think, a big challenge for a lot of people. They don't realize it. Indeed. And, and, you know, I another thing is like I get people – how much water are you drinking? Oh, I drink so much water and I still get leg cramps. I still get this. I'm like, yep. you're not getting enough electrolytes and you're flushing everything out yep. because you're drinking so much water. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but that's what I was told to do. And I'm like, yes, but you still need your magnesium, potassium, calcium, bromide, all the electrolytes in order for your body to function correctly. So it's, it's you know, it's interesting because people get, a certain amount of information, but they don't get all the information. <laughs> so as providers, we have to keep telling them, you know, this is what you do. This is what you do. 
and eventually I think it finally gets to them. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a lot of what we do is uh, education, uh, because uh, you mm-hmm. know, the word uh, doctor, the the uh, origins of that word uh, are synonymous with the word teacher. So uh, there you go. Right. Uh, okay, so our call to action today is you can access Berkeley Life by going to berkeleylife.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman for a generous special on Berkeley Life's nitric oxide support products. Uh, try them, and I think uh, you'll find them beneficial, especially if you use the test strips to demonstrate that you're actually – it's really working. I mean, it, it's getting into your system, and the proof is in the test strips. Uh, so that's um, – uh, Berkeley, let's see, uh, berkeleylife.com. Uh, our guest today, Dr. Tom Waldorf. And Dr. Tom is going to rejoin us uh, for part two. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, the uh, treatment of pain conditions. We'll also talk about uh, athletic conditioning and the role that uh, nutrition provides in enhancing uh, athletic performance and recovery. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.